Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, April 23rd at Keeneland, final Saturday of the spring meet. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Jim, we're going to take a look at the late pick four that includes two stakes on Saturday. We'll begin with the grade three Ben Ally, four-year-olds and up at a mile and an eighth. It is the eighth race on the card. And who do you like? I like a couple of horses in here. I think um, on top I'm going to pick the Brad Cox horse Warrant coming out of the Santa Anita race. Cutting back in distance, a mile and an eighth is unusual for a horse to cut back in distance. We actually ran a mile and a quarter in the Santa the handicap where he lost by a head to express train uh, back in March. Beat still that old boy that day. Got the best buyer of his career. This is his third uh, race off the layoff. Uh, Brad Cox is doing well at the Keeneland meet, just like he always does. And I like Warren a lot in here. Did not single him. I'm going to use proxy as well, coming out of New Orleans Classic, where he ran second to Olympiad. Uh, that tells me this horse is on top of his game. Again, third race off a layoff for Hernandez and Michael Stidham with a 93-99 to 99 buyer. Was on the Derby Trail last year, tried to qualify in the Lexington here at Keeneland. Caught a sloppy track that day and didn't run that well, and obviously didn't make the Derby, then didn't run again until February of 22. But came back ready to run with uh, two back-to-back impressive efforts at the fairgrounds. And if he brings that form to Keeneland, he's going to be tough to handle. Take those two on top, going to box those two in the exact. I think you can make a case for scalding for Sue McGahee coming out of the Tampa races, which are probably not as good as those races that uh, Proxy and Warren has come out of. There's no doubt that they're not as good. This horse is trending upward, though. And uh, Castellano comes in to ride. I think it's his first time here at Kingland. I don't think he's been here this weekend, uh, this this meet. So uh, that one could get in the money if, if he improves slightly. But I'm going to take a stab with Warrant and Proxy on top and feel pretty good about getting through this leg of the pick four. Yeah, I took Warrant on top as well. That second in the big cap to express train. Uh, really good. Big buyer, speed figure jump. So if that means he's kind of – taking his game to another level and can run something uh, back to that close or close to it, I think that would uh, would win this in this spot. Um, I took dynamic one second, uh, making the second start off the layoff. Pletcher's horses have been firing, and this horse flashed some potential last year when he won a race like the Curlin. And uh, if he matures and improves from three to four, he could have a say in this. Proxy, got to use that one. Title ready, I'm going to add as well, just on the basis of two wins on this track. Looks a little light in speed figures, but it's Dallas Stewart. We've seen him fire before in these big spots. So, And then um, you can certainly make a case for Mighty Hart, who's got a lot of back class as well. I'm going to leave him off my ticket off the, the layoff, but uh, that one's dangerous as well. Ninth race is the grade two Dixiana Elkhorn at a mile and a half on the turf for four-year-olds and up. And uh, like a horse that you liked last time, two Emmys. That was a really impressive win last time, 102 buyer figure, wire to wire. And um, the horse nearly took down the Sycamore at a mile and a half here at Keeneland uh, last fall. Just got beat, I think, ahead by a spooky channel. Uh, James Graham, regular riders above, aboard, as you've mentioned before, he's really good nursing one on the front end. And uh, I think this one... Uh, is going to have an edge over Channel Maker, who has a lot back class, but is coming off a layoff where two Emmys has been running, and I think that might be the difference. And then I think there's a drop off after those two. If you want to add somebody else, 
Bama's Boy, the one, or Bama Breeze, the eight. Uh, both have, have run some solid races here, but I think two Emmys or Channel Maker, one of those two wins this. How about you? I've got the same two on top. One thing that worries me about two Emmys is that in those other races that we handicapped, that I really like this horse, and the horse went off at five to one, nice paying race the last time at Fairgrounds in the knees. He was, not, if not the lone speed, he was the best speed. I'm not sure that he is here. Well, let me, let me tell you something that might, might affect your thinking. I should have mentioned this. I went to interview uh, Brian Lynch yesterday for uh, Keeneland Social Media, and he said Phantom Currency is going to scratch. Well, that makes a difference. Thought it might. <laughs> because, all right, so I'm going to draw a line through there. Man, I really like two Emmys now. <laughs> uh, Changed my thinking, me. too. <laughs> that would worry me some because I thought that uh, showed speed in the Appleton off a of, of substantial layoff, and I thought that Phantom Currency would tr- would um, challenge two Emmys for the lead. I was worried about two Emmys. I like two Emmys literally much better now. Um, the ticket that I put together, I did use Channel Maker simply because coming out of three straight grade ones, uh, got the back class, but hasn't run since November, and two Emmys has the recency edge plus the speed edge. So I, I do like two Emmys over Channel Maker. And I put Bemma's Boy in there. A couple of reasons. Uh, Maker uh, has had his horses ready the last couple of weeks, and Bemma's Boy is moving up in class but gets Ristoli. And uh, Ristoli is one of the best turf riders out there. If he can get this horse to, to make it a mile and a half again like he did last year in the Pan American at Gulfstream, where he won at this distance with uh, Giroux on his back. I think I think he's got a shot to pull off the upset here. So I'm going to still go one, three, five in here. But uh, two Emmys. If I if I take a swing at at a big price, I might go ahead and single two Emmys in my own ticket. But I'm a, for this purpose, I'm going to use those three horses: one, three, and five. And if for some reason they change their mind and leave Phantom Currency in the race, that obviously affects the pace scenario, and that's a a live win candidate in there too. But uh, Brian told me that yesterday when I went to interview him. He said, no need to talk because he's going to scratch. Um, <laughs> just uh, keep an eye on that and make sure that that does indeed happen. Now let's go to the seventh race. It's a th- allowance race. Non-winners of three lifetime on the turf at a mile on a 16th. And uh, I ended up taking Gam's mission on top in here. I like that comeback race. It was her best buyer. Uh, I liked this horse last spring when she uh, got good uh, here in Kentucky. And uh, then they tried to stretch her out and uh, or stretch him out, and I don't think that worked uh, as well as they hoped. So I think mile 16th, mile and eighth is in this horse's wheelhouse. Second start off a layoff, very consistent. Uh, like Cherie DeVoe's uh, work that she's done with limited starters. So Gam's mission over I Hear You, who has a couple of wins here, and you've got Walsh and Gaffleone, so strong connections there. Uh, Flippant has run well here for Vicky Oliver. Take a look at the uh, respect that one. And then uh, Saranya, I've got to put on my pick four ticket just because it's Brad Cox and Flavian Pratt. Um, and that one uh, would seem to have a shot. But Gam's Mission on top for me in the seventh. How about you? I took Flippant. Uh, I like Gam's Mission. I'm going to use four in the pick four. But uh, Flippant, Bayrano is uh, Oliver's go to rider. And uh, Vicky's already won two races here. And one was totally unexpected with a long shot that came up the rail. So uh, her horses are running well. And this Philly. Uh, ran in a QE2 last year and didn't embarrass herself, but she, she earned a shot at it by winning two consecutive listed stakes, one at Ellis Park and one at Colonial. So this is certainly not above her level, and, and I think Flippa fits, fits very well here. Um, and you might get a little bit of a price uh, with Gamma's Mission taking a lot of money. 
uh, Saranya for Brad Cox. You got to use her. And I'm going to use the one, the entry, uh, I Hear You, and Keeper of Time for Brendan Walsh. So we're going to go four deep, but Flippin is my pick in the seventh race. Let's go to the tenth race. It's an allowance optional claimer, essentially non-winners of a race other than seven furlongs for three-year-olds and up. How you see it? Well, it's a nice race to uh, to end the card uh, on Saturday. I've got that, that big tournament uh, here on, on Saturday, so it's, it's a good race after those two stakes races. Uh, I went inside here with uh, uh, Great Escape, with Brissette. This horse took a shot at the Jeff Ruby Stakes last time out, coming off a good effort at Oakland in an $80,000 optional claimer. Um, did not run a step at uh, Turfway, maybe just hated the, the track. Um, had Was in position, just faded. They didn't try with him, got beat by 30 lengths. Uh, condemned Tom Drury uh, off a of maiden win. Impressive. Uh, taken off the turf at Fairgrounds for the 83 buyer. Unikey for Terry Pompey with a 90 buyer last time at Gulfstream. You got to question that a little bit because caught a sloppy track and probably moved him up. And then Dallas Stewart uh, with uh, B Sud gets Pratt to ride, and this horse looks live to me. So could go four deep to end up to pick four. Yeah, I think uh, B Sud may be the one to, to beat in there off uh, that nice effort at Oakland. But I took a, a bit of a price on top in Legendary Lore. Source was only a length behind Tawny Port three starts back. Uh, the trainer, uh, Maury, 29% on the route to sprint move, and he has his horses at Turfway over the winter. But uh, this horse ran uh, some nice races on the main track, and I think maybe better, actually, on the main track that he's getting back to in this spot. And um, if uh, I think kind of B-Sud gets to the front, perhaps, and then Legendary Lore could sit right off that one and um, get uh, and run them down in the stretch. The uh, entry of uh, Great Escape and Momentous. Great Escape's uh, a little more accomplished, certainly, and uh, I think merits a lot of respect. Momentous, just off the, the angle that it's Pletcher and an impressive maiden winner. So you get both. Um, I condemn, I had next uh, for that big improvement last time uh, for the Drury Barn, and then if you want to go deeper, uh, Unikey would be the next one I would use. But I'm try to get Legendary Lord a price in there. Let's go to the pick four. What's your ticket look like? All right, I got a forty-eight dollar ticket, uh, four deep in the first leg, one five seven nine. I'm going to use uh, two horses in the second leg, uh, the three and the five. That's the Benali, Proxy, and Warrant. I go ahead and use three horses in the Elkhorn, one, three, and five. But as I said, with, with the um, Phantom Currency scratching out two Emmys, looks more like a single to me. And then one, two, three, nine in the end. So one five seven nine with three five. With one three five, with one two three nine is a forty eight dollar ticket. Would only be sixteen dollars if we single two innings. I have a sixty four dollar ticket. Same four that you're starting with. One five seven nine. Then three four five eight. I'm going to use four in that uh, Ben Ally. Three and five in the Dixiana Elkhorn, and then one two nine ten, and you get the one and one a. So one two nine ten to finish it up for sixty four dollars. Um, the turf pick three starts in race five on the Saturday card, so don't forget about uh, that one. And if you can single two Emmys on the uh, back end of it, then uh, you could uh, take some, some more shots in races five and seven on that Keeneland turf pick three. Uh, best of luck wherever you're 
playing this weekend, but especially at Keeneland. And if you can't get out to the track, make sure you have money in your Keeneland Select account so that you can play the races that way. It's a nice card on Saturday. Then uh, we'll be back for the Sunday edition of racing on the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.